Welcome back, Padawans, to the One of You Jedi podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Matt. And today we have a good episode on Bail Organa. But first, we do have a couple announcements. Yes, um, Josh, would you care to explain your terrible deed, your mistake that cost us an entire episode? <laughs> yeah, good, actually, there was that was a good episode. Too? It was a good oh episode. Okay, maybe one day I'll actually sit down and just record my part again and and just listen to yours. And You're I'll, just gonna try I'll to make it work. Lib? Oh, yeah, I'll ad lib it. But oh, explain my... what the episode was originally. So, I mean, we we talked, I mean, I did my uh, Kenobi. We talked a little bit about oh Kenobi. It was a little, just a bit. I forgot about that. Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, we, so we talked, about, we talked about Kenobi. We talked about the conclusion of Boba Fett, as it, yeah. as it was. And then we yes. also touched on Lego Star Wars. And Josh, I did look up this Lego Star Wars stuff a little bit after yeah. the episode. Yeah. I don't see any Rebels characters playable. At least on on release, maybe we'll get a DLC, but I'm not very hopeful for that. That is so unfortunate because they already have the characters made in the Force Awakens Lego, so that's just a, a miss on their part. And they're maybe you know, maybe it, they've kept it hidden for some reason. Maybe it's related to the Ahsoka series release. Maybe it's in the base pack. Who knows? It could just already be released. Yeah, and we just a, don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So so we so touched we'll on that. In a couple of weeks, what, yeah. what happens. In a week? But in a week? In a week, yeah, yeah. About a week or a week and a half. It's um, the it's the fifth, right? So like a week and a half, yeah. Yeah. By the time I'm, the I'm listeners are, lis- are listening to this, um, it will be a week. So we touched yeah. on, on that and our excitement for LEGO Star Wars. Um, and then we kind of also hit on Kenobi and the yeah. original trailer release. And I, like I said, I heard Duel of the Fates and I got excited. I am very interested to see how they do it. Yeah. Still worried Matt, about it, but I was, yeah, I was Matt, more excited about it. <laughs> in, in our lost episode, we'll say. The lost gonna, episode. It, it is our oh. lost episode, okay? Mm-hmm. So in our lost episode, we Matt finally admitted... That he is excited and wants the final. You are twisting my words. So, oh, you are <laughs> twist. I said I'm excited <laughs> for it. Not that I'm finally excited. Like I was hiding it. Okay, you you were not. You know, you know. When I I openly you, admitted it. I openly junior year. If you you know, there's a prospect of having Kenobi movie or Kenobi series, and you're like, no, I don't want it. And I'm like, yes, I'm all for Kenobi being a TV show and whatnot. We talked about that on our Kenobi episode, which was our very first episode of this podcast, yeah, too. So. Exactly. So, hey, it's coming into, at least for my dreams, it's coming into it's fruition. Coming. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I'm excited for it. And then, but, finally, yeah. we did touch on the wrap-up of... Of Boo-Boo Fett. Of Bubba Fett, yes. Um, yeah. And we just called it Mandalorian 2.5, was it? Right? Or 2.1? Yeah, that, I mean, I enjoyed the... I mean, we talked about the enjoyment of having Mando back in the show and how they brought in the timeline for the Mandalorian and Boba Fett. But it, again, you know, it didn't do really much justice for the completion and arc of Boba Fett. It was just... Mostly Mandalorian and, and yeah. how his story is going to continue in, in season three. I like that you're keeping it relatively sp- spoiler free, so that's good. Um, yeah, yeah. It. I mean, we did talk about good. the last couple scenes and how yeah. it was played out. 
but oh yeah um, with the yeah the the last there's there's a certain scene out there that has surfaced in star wars twitter land and people are very it's apparently a very hot take um mm -hmm. i think i think people forget that star wars there's a lot of unnecessary spins in the galaxy there's a oh, lot yeah. of very unnecessary spins in the galaxy. Well, the spins and then the the prolongment of the I'll just say the final battle. Parts. The fi the final yeah, battle the final was battle. very prolonged and yeah. way too long for for my liking. But yeah, so that I think that pretty much covered everything that we missed in a very short summation of the the lost episode, as we'll call it. Yeah. Yep. The lost episode. Unfortunately, it was really good. I did my Kenobi impression. Kenobi. Yeah. Now, now, what happens if we lose <laughs> this one too? Um, I made sure it was working beforehand, so I think so. We're so, okay. what happens though if it somehow gets lost? Like, what happens if my mic's just randomly not working now? Uh, uh, are we quitting? Are we are we retiring no, officially? <laughs> no, no. We also did talk about the the prospect of you know going to um, Star Wars Celebration soon yep. or next year's Star Wars should... Celebration. We should hopefully hear if we'll be um, a podcast on Star Wars or at this year's Star Wars celebration shortly. In theory, um, if not, yeah. we're gonna hope for next year that we can continue to kind of grow like we've been and and post consistent episodes now too. Um, now yeah. that life's a little bit more together, I would say. Yeah. No. It, it definitely. Uh, it's been a, a half a year. I mean, we gotta get back on the. Uh, continuing schedule or the uh, consistent schedule so. yes i and that yeah. starts today with bail organa okay so let's get into yes uh, supreme what what should have been i'm gonna say this what should have been chancellor bail organa really <laughs> oh i think so okay if, if you know the jedi succeeded at arresting palpatine or palpatine did not execute order 66 so on and so forth i think balogana or even padme if she was still alive would have been you know next chancellor definitely those those two i don't think mon mothma would mon mothma. i don't think i don't think it could be padme though the only only reason why i say that yeah. is because of where palpatine originated from nebu i think that there would be mistrust with nebu following that that's fair so i yeah, think i think I mean, bail would have a better chance than padme that's i just threw that in there just because i think you know i could see those two but mon mothma any of the other senators definitely don't have what it takes to yeah. uh, be the the next supreme chancellor it's just chancellor but if if jar jar binks appoints emergency powers supreme chancellor <laughs> no, no, no 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 come on Jar Jar, Jar Jar would give it to like the Trade Federation or something. Be like, "Oh, you guys, you so good." <laughs> you know, you just say something like that and give it to the Trade Federation. You know, are you sure about that? They almost ran him over with a. True, with a, they he might not like them very much. Yeah, so he's, uh, he has a short term memory. Short term memory. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's just like I so forget. <laughs> he's a very forgetful individual, and except. He's a player somehow, right? <laughs> I guess you could say that. Yeah, he's going to be a player in Lego Star Wars. Is that what you're referring to? Well, no, I meant that episode where the he's the oh he's the flirt Queenie's love yep, interest. Yep, yep, yep. I, yep. uh, you know, I, I yeah. He's a smooth talker. He's a smooth <laughs> he, talker. Uh, 
Apparently. I don't necessarily see You know, see the it, only but... part of that, that episode that was really cool was Mace fighting Mother Talzin. I'll take it. You'll take it. <laughs> and there's supposed to, there was supposed to be more of a background before the show got canceled with those with that kind of arc, but it did not happen. Yeah. So, so getting into Bail Organa, the first note I have is his middle name. Yeah. Prestor. Bail Prestor Organa. Yeah. How do we know I've... this? Like <laughs> George Lucas. I I yeah, Prestor. <laughs> I wonder I wonder if that's someone that Lucas knew and he was just like, yeah, his middle name's Prestor, named after you. You know, like yeah. something so, like one-off things cuz he's done that before where he names characters after someone significant in his life. Yeah, um, like his son or daughter yeah, or yeah. whatnot. So I wonder but, if it's related to that. I don't know. I, I just excited going back to Kenobi. I think Jimmy Smith is going to be recast. Space Jimmy now. Smith is going to be making an appearance. I'm pretty sure you're right about that. Yeah, so I'm excited to see him again. The last time we saw him was in Rogue One. He does make an appearance. Yes, yes. you are correct. Yep. He looks it. like a, a mo- emotional damage. Josh, we haven't even talked about <laughs> everything that he appears in. I know. I just want to throw that in. So like that's that's the, the what I, I my brain goes to. It goes emotional to damage. Emotional damage. Uh, I'm done with war. I've been through two already. Um, fair, fair. <laughs> let Alderaan blow. Up. No I'm kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I was I was gonna touch on that, but the elephant in the room is that he does die on Alderaan when yeah. the Empire tests the full capacities of the battle station on Alderaan. Yeah, and that's you know why Leia is of course sad and of course. Her- I wonder. I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. Right. So we do see him in quite a few apparent appearances across all of the Star Wars universe. He obviously appears in Clone Wars. He's mm-hmm. in Episode Two, uh, Attack mm-hmm. of the Clones. He's in Episode Three. He also appears in. Uh, the Ahsoka novel. Yeah. Appears there. He also is in Lost Stars, mentioned only. He's in Rebels um, quite a few times, actually. Uh, he's in Rogue One, obviously. And then he's mentioned, obviously, where he meets his demise in Episode 4, as well as a bunch of other books and comics out there um, where he's mentioned or in flashbacks things of that nature but i'm not going to get into all of those because a lot of them are like flashbacks what about so you know how han and leia i guess canonically you know they named their first and only child after ben kenobi why don't they why don't they name anybody after bail well i mean bail's not like the best name in the world (laughs) if i'm being honest Okay. Hey, like, Bail, you want to like, bail? Or ben like, Bail Kenobi. You're, you're such a hey, Bail. You're such a hey, Bail, you know, like, oh. I, I feel Bale like they're, Kenobi. I feel like you're, if, if your name is Bail, like, yeah. you are probably going to get made fun of in classes. Like, there'd be a lot of jokes to make. Not in a yeah. good way, but there'd be a lot of jokes to make. Yeah, Luke at the Academy. Hey, Ben Bale can, uh, or, uh, Solo. <laughs> yeah, right? There would be a lot of mocking. Yeah. There, I, I did say Ben Bale Kenobi, but that was just... 
exactly, exactly. Ben, ben Bale Solo. Yeah. So one of his um, big things that I wanted to cover off on is like the early life and how he became a senator. And it doesn't necessarily say when, it just says following the invasion of Naboo. Because obviously we don't see it on camera or in text. So it's post-invasion of Naboo where he goes to represent the Senate for Alderaan, which is also where he succeeded Bale Antilles. But Uh Bale Antilles, he's related by marriage, not blood. So Bale, apparently Bale is an Alderanian name. Gotta bail out of here. Gotta bail out of here. Um, he also did become viceroy of Alderaan, and his wife was the queen of Alderaan. Yeah, they uh, took Leia, but they didn't take Luke. This is also noted in here, which is very interesting considering he didn't join the political scene until following the invasion of Naboo, but he was friends with Chancellor Valorum, mm-hmm. whose I mean, homeworld is Coruscant. So it's kind of weird how he became a senator but was friends with the former Supreme Chancellor. Like, I feel like with the crisis that happened and, and the move to rid Valorum of his Supreme Chancellorship, mm-hmm. and then he gets elected. So it's it's very... it's a, it, From a political standpoint, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but... No. I don't know, because, like, all the senators and we saw in the Clone Wars, they looked up to Bale. He was on the... the... He was always anti-war. Yeah, he was always anti-war and wanting to, you know, he was focused on the humanitarian side of things pretty heavily. Yeah, but he was still like the middle of the war. Yeah, which I, the main thing that I wanted to cover off on from Clone Wars time period is when he interacted with the the king of Toydaria. Remember how, I, I think it was Jar Jar... And Bail, and they had to, like, go to Toydaria to request reinforce or not reinforcements, but um, basically supply assistance to the homeworld of, I believe... Toydaria? No, 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 I believe it was yeah. Ryloth, because Toydaria and Ryloth are close by, so it's to supply yeah. aid to the Twi'leks. Gotcha. And all oh, I... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like his speech is, like, big ties to what's happening in, in the world today. His speech says, Your Majesty, the people of Ryloth did not ask to be invaded. Do not let them suffer because war came to them. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking there's some parallels with this, um, with what's happening in the world today. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Which is very, we, we talk about history repeating itself. And like, obviously, this is a show. But if you were, if you're a writer for the show, you take note of this and, and you can see when you look back in time, all the different cases where this is true and other countries come to support not that they want to join the war but they want from a humanitarian side of thing to give aid to make sure that civilians can be safe so it's it's a cool tie to what's happening today true and i mean he was in the clone wars movie or on christophsis he was on christophsis when um they were trying to give support, but there's a blockade of Christophsis. Mm-hmm. And this is actually like the first couple episodes, yes. including the movie. And he almost gets bombed and, and whatnot. And he does so. say the infamous my, line, too. He says, help us, General Kenobi. You're our only hope. <laughs> Which is no. very cheesy. Yeah. 
but hey, I'm you know. I'm gonna move past that one. <laughs> okay, you know it rhymes, George Lucas, right? Yes, everything rhymes. Yes, yes, yeah. It's like poetry. Oh, <laughs> it's I'm not sure it is. He also was present for Ahsoka Tano's trial. Yeah, with with Padme and Chancellor, and even there's not much to it. Yeah. Other than obviously we know what happens with the the trial, but it is worth noting that he was one of the um, attendees to the trial. And he probably voted for her. Yes, yeah. When we look at going towards the rise of the Empire, obviously we know that he votes against any act of increasing the powers of Palpatine, any military presence all of that and he is next to senator amidala when she says the infamous line this is this is where uh <laughs> i believe josh you can do this you can do this we are gonna we are gonna sit here and wait while you oh while you quote the infamous line okay this is where um democracy no yeah i'm pretty sure it's democracy i think you're on the is right it, i think you're on the right track democracy Fails or falls? Uh, right? I, Josh, 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 is, Josh, Josh. Do you what? do you need me to quote it? Yeah, I'm I'm blanking right now. This is this is how democracy dies. This is how it. The exact quote is. So this is how liberty dies with thunderous uh, applause. It's liberty. Yeah. It's not democracy. Okay, this is how. But you were heading dies. on the right track. I just didn't want to. I, I, at least I started it off. Okay. I'm, I am proud uh, of you. That we we got it over the finish line. Yeah. And and following that, when they hear about the Jedi attacking, he does try to intercept a few of the Jedi. He sends out a message so they don't walk into Coruscant and, and meet their end because of that. Do you think Obi-Wan and Yoda, if Bell wasn't, um, let's just say, the start of the rebellion... You think they would have survived and without Bail Organa? Are you are you referring to if Bail didn't intercept them? Yes. I think they would have walked into a trap. I think they have plot armor though, so I think that they would have survived. Obviously, <laughs> just because we see them in four, five, and six. But no, no, no. <laughs> to run yeah, a hypothetical, if yes. they did return to the. Temple. temple yeah well yoda escaped yoda escaped off coruscant so this would be mainly obi-wan mm-hmm. i think obi-wan could have met his demise as a result okay. okay unless yoda was able to contact him which we don't know what that would have looked like so but also yeah. i was going to get into this because of all of that interaction we do see bail take in leia as mm-hmm. his adopted daughter That's... which his adopted as as his yes. adopted daughter yeah yeah did i did yes. i say that right sorry i was thinking of as her adopted dad okay that's what i was thinking. so yes. following that instance and him going back to alderaan he did have to return to coruscant um for the new senate meetings and things of that nature and after the proclamation of the new order he was charged with treason among 63 other senators that were arrested but because he made public statements basically 
aligning himself with the empire he was able to be mm-hmm. freed and that also gave him the power to remain in the senate um, because uh, obviously the elections then were not the same as they as they used to be under the republic yeah which yeah, I, I didn't know about the arrests yeah i mean he was definitely a more free thinking so like mad mothma padme um Balorgana, uh, and there was a couple uh, others yeah they were you know in the in the deleted scene in episode three they were all they all met and pretty much started the rebellion yeah and then i could see you know him getting arrested i mean he did get called to the senate to you know be at that meeting when the empire uh, was stated but i don't know yeah i don't, just don't think that that would have been you know he's in jail for the x amount of years to raise Leia. no it's no it's a it's a one day arrest until he made a public statement saying that he is in support of the new, yeah yeah the new exactly. empire which he didn't and as we see in rebels when they're trying to give aid they sneak it by having you know a ship stationed in one area and then rebels stealing it so they can yep. have it in the armada I, I do have an interesting fact, which I didn't realize, but it makes complete sense. Organa is, like, one of, if not the only person who knew in the galaxy where Yoda and Kenobi were following the Purge. Yeah, that's fair. I, I wouldn't have thought about that, but it's true. I mean... Yeah, I mean, he sends R2 droid, goes down to find Ben Kenobi... So also Leia knew apparently, right? Well, yes, yes. Uh, eventually Organa shares it. He also shares it with Mon Mothma, and then obviously Leia. Well, yeah. But in the early on years, when there might be questions of we need to find all the Jedi, because when when they hit the when when we actually get to a New Hope, that time frame, you know, quite almost like what is it, sixteen years plus down the road, mm-hmm. they inquisitors aren't necessarily chasing down as many jedi as they used to be it's more like an established now the empire is like fully established in their control so mm-hmm. that that's like a pretty big secret that you have to hold on to and not get questioned by anyone in the empire about potential whereabouts even yeah. though the empire and any of the senators would know that organa supported the jedi you know which is true i mean he was also in episode three when um George Lucas's son was, you know, fighting off the clones, and then he screams, "No!" And then he goes away on the speeder. Yeah, like, like, like that would the clones could report that and be like, "This guy." I mean, which is why he does get arrested, because um, yeah. obviously it's not showing support to the new empire. Yeah, but I yeah. mean, I, you know, okay. So going back to episode three, just to, to finish off before we yeah, get into yeah. more of the rebellion. Yep. You know when the chancellor's office calls bail when they're on the ship on the bridge of his ship and they're like oh the chancellor's requesting you to be at the the senate floor right at the senate meeting uh-huh. and obi-wan and yoda are sitting in the background i'm like okay from you know modern day technology you have like a little camera in the in the uh, console and then you're staring at obi-wan and yoda right down that would be so it's like I always thought when I was young, oh, yeah, they're going to see him, and then they're going to say, why are you harboring fugitives? <laughs> yeah, right? Like, you would think, but, it's I mean, treason, plot, plot armor, plot, plot armor. armor. Plot armor. Um, the, the highest degree. So he does, 
he is one of the founding members of the rebellion obviously him and ahsoka tano yeah and it's kind of interesting how it starts out this is in the ahsoka novel for anyone who is keeping track at home now um so this Mm -hmm. is i believe a year or two after order 66 and at this point ahsoka is caught in a tractor beam of the black sun criminal game gang Mm -hmm. basically shortly after that r2 finds her that bale's trying to contact her and, and find her and then eventually ahsoka basically sneaks on board the tantive to surprise yeah. him with a meeting because she didn't fully trust him because obviously at that point the the empire she didn't know who she could trust obviously bale came out with the public statements and everything so she wasn't sure um who to trust obviously um yeah and then organa kind of clued in with ahsoka on the growing rebellion and asked to join the cause and that's when shortly after that is when she gets the nickname of fulcrum and is like the the head of bale's intelligence network so he's basically like the leader of the rebellion in the infancy yeah i mean i'm just thinking about the the parts that disney retconned out of that book (laughs) This and is this the the po- the points that I'm saying are still canon. Are still canon. Yes. yes. But again, as we learned in the last season, oh, the lightsabers. Wars, you just well, <laughs> okay. Well, the yes, that's a, that's a whole different story. I'm saying like, Fulcrum was already a predefined uh, nickname apparently with Anakin and, and Ahsoka. So yeah, it's just like weird. I well, weird this is where. She took the nickname of Fulcrum. So in theory, she could have said, I like this nickname. I want to stick with it sort of thing. It wasn't like Organa assigned the nickname and be like, you're Fulcrum now sort of thing. No, no I know. But, it, but like, I, I understand. Darth, Darth Vader would be able to, to decrypt. If he, yeah, or, if he or ever heard Fulcrum, out. he'd be like, uh, guys. <laughs> Which, you know, if the higher ups in the ISB or ISB, ISB. Uh, ISB, yes. <laughs> so many acronyms. There's a lot um, of acronyms. Yeah. The ISB and even, you know, Tarkin knows about Fulcrum. That Darth Vader's going to know, right? Yes. So Darth yes. Vader, a.k.a. Anakin, foundationally. What? Would know. <laughs> Anakin's alive? <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying foundationally he would know. Oh, oh, that's just sorry. That's just my uh, that's my that's my little tidbit that I've just was thinking about. Yeah, totally. Um, to keep going down the the train of all this, basically, he helps out with the rebellion. As we see in Rebels, um, he assigns work to the Spectres, which is obviously all the rebels from from the TV show. And in all those episodes, he's kind of the driving force behind it. He meets with Kanan and then eventually at the end of, I believe it's season, is it season one when Fulcrum comes to help over Mustafar and then Mm -hmm. they're like a part of the bigger rebellion. And that's kind of the, the turning point in the series where then it's focused on the larger rebellion. So he's still the the leader of it during that time. Yeah. And then the final... we see Mon Mothma too. Yes, we do see Mon, Mon Mothma. We um, we also see 
Dodana. Uh, we Dodana, also see Dodana. General Dodana. Yeah, General Dodana. So, like, those are the three foundational all... members yeah. other than Padme, but Padme's not alive during the rebellion, because, yeah. again. But, yeah, we, we see them, and, and we see that just Bale was the driving force, and we see that throughout his whole timeline and time being in Star Wars, where he's the leader, he's respected, they won't, you know, a bunch of senators won't, don't have some free will, and they're like, oh, if Bail Organa endorses this, we'll, we'll follow it. So again, it just shows how, what his caliber is for being a senator and being a leader. Yes, so, I would agree. He's so, shown, he's shown one of the most, I won't say like his character development was off the, the charts because he pretty much stayed the same throughout it. But oh, he, yeah. he was always a strong-willed leader that was willing to not follow the uh, the status quo. 100%. 100%. My last few notes is he does meet um, with Jin Erso, obviously, and we do hear him say in the final few episodes, your friend the Jedi served me well and has lived in the hiding since the Emperor's Purge. Yes, I will send for him. And then he passes like, I would trust her with my life, and it's Leia! And... <laughs> The, CGI. A good pay, CGI layout. but a good payoff moment nonetheless and that's like the last thing that is the last quote i would trust her with my life is the last quote we hear from space jimmy smiths and yeah. uh bail organa before he sadly is destroyed along with all of alderaan as a result of tarkin and I think that's just, you know, poetic at the end. I think that, How is that, po- that line. <laughs> the trust with her life thing. I agree. I agree. It's a good moment. I think moment. so. Yes. Yeah. I think it's a great moment. And it just shows that he had a higher calling to be Leia's adopted father and help destroy the Empire. Yes. You know, with all his efforts. So he didn't, get, he didn't live to see the end of the Empire, but... Well, that's actually within something the force. that... Within the book Bloodline, mm-hmm. Leia talks about the... In Bloodline, Leia discusses about how Bale was willing to die if it meant that the Empire would fall. He believed in the New Republic um, we've been able to create and things of that nature. So, like, he took his morals to, to the grave and passed it along and had a lasting impact on hopefully many senators within the Star Wars universe. Yeah. The one final note that I had on this is that mm-hmm. him and his wife are honored with statues outside the Great Temple on Yavin. Mm. Okay. And that where was Dameron was uh was born and, and whatnot. And that's where Kess Dameron, which is Poe's father, mm-hmm. would take Poe oftentimes and things of that nature. So you know how we had a bunch of politics? Uh, you know, again, this is Balogano. His, his whole premise is poli- oh, as a politician. Politics. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just wondering, I'm, <laughs> we've seen the inside of the Senate when the Clone Wars was happening, when it was yes. still a republic. Yeah. And we saw it at the beginning of the Empire. But we really didn't see the Senate floor of, you know, Palpatine and, and sitting in the middle and... Bail Organa and Leia even going. I wonder. That's a good question. If Leia would actually go to the Senate meetings and if they had those kind of meetings that were represented in the Clone Wars, because what would the what would it look like? Oh, I motion to you know, it's not a republic. It's, yeah, an, an empire is where you know one person calls the shots and again maybe rules with fear, just like in the Star Wars universe. But like, how, what's the dynamics? Because they still 
they was, did not want to dedicate their whole planet. They did not want to be associated with the rebellion. They wanted to be it covertly. Yes. Um, so, you know, I'd love to see how Balor Ghana just was like putting on like a, a poker face or whatnot in the set meetings. Yeah. Well, it's, so it's very interesting because like you said, I think, I think a lot of it was, it's related to, we can kind of call back to the times of the Roman Empire where there was one leader making the decision, but they still had senators for um, certain things, but it would all ultimately fall on the chancellor, the dictator, whatever you want to call it, the leader, uh, the empire, yeah. or the emperor in this case. Um, so they, it's almost like a nod to the old way of doing things to maintain control. Because um, I think That's a fair. lot of it was the empires passing on these rules. The senators need to keep control of their planets out of fear of the empire. It's something that is called out in um, episode four with Tarkin, where he mentions that the imperial senate is no more, and that there's fears that the how will the empire retain control of the planets when there's now no say whatsoever in the empire for all the different yeah. planets out there. Which is totally fair yeah. and, and a fair assumption. But I think at that point they had established such a strong rule and tough rule that they could do it. So I think it needed to be maintained for a little bit as a result. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. And that still, again, goes into my, my theory of what did it look like. Because it wasn't just abolished once the Empire's like, oh... I pronounced the first galactic empire. Yeah, now you're like, never impression. show up to work again. <laughs> yeah, never show up to work. You're out of a job. Um, yeah. Go back to your planets and, and go be farmers or whatnot. <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of it is, here are the decrees. Mm-hmm. Here's what we're meeting on because we have these decrees. We have... I think that there was still some form of like voting taking place, but the ultimate decision came to the emperor. So I think yeah. that people could still propose laws. For example, let's say that there was a trade dispute between Alderaan and the Trade Federation. Yeah. I think that there could be presented arguments, things of like that nature, like political discourse. And then the emperor or the emperor's aides would pass along for the final ruling. I feel like it would almost become like a courtroom instead of like a Senate floor. That's what I kind of envision it would turn to. Yeah, I mean, I wonder how many people just turned into, you know, governors or governesses and yeah. um, mops and ISB agents and who knows what. But yeah, definitely. Like I said, I, I know it's probably, you know, it's a controversial opinion because it's arguably the most boring part of the the prequels is sitting in the The political Senate discourse? And, yeah. What do you mean? That was the best part of it. That and <laughs> trying to spin were the best parts. I'll try spinning. Yeah. That's a good trick. Yeah. Those were the That's best parts of yeah. episode one. Political yeah. discourse and spinning. Yeah. <laughs> but I just would, I like to play with the idea of having, you know, sitting down in, in a... I would be curious to see what... It, em, Empire Senate. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what it would have to be is like a comic book. Or, yeah. or uh, uh, some form of novel, comic book, things of that nature. Because otherwise, I think it would just... I think people would lose attention to it way too easily. 
Um, yeah. Oh, no. Also no, with the direction I'm, of Disney and, and Star Wars, where they're headed, where pretty much everything's post-Empire, post but pre-New uh, Republic. Yeah. That's where it seems like we're we're filling out that timeline right now. So I don't well, think we'll and, see something like that for a while, if ever. Yeah, and they're actually doing more for the High Republic, too. I think yes. they're trying to make a game with it. They have books out, which I still need to... Uh, read but yeah you do. yeah I, I i think they um they're working on other timelines well the only thing they're working on within the between three and four is kenobi right now and well so wait gonna be... i i don't think you pronounce kenobi right kenobi <laughs> kenobi <laughs> it's the twitch it's the, the, like the little like I wish you, we need to record the episodes with the video so people could see you doing like the little like you do like a twitch as you're about to say Kenobi and it Kenobi. it adds it adds a layer it adds a whole yeah. layer to it. You know I've just been w- watching Sam Witwer and and his uh, his way he does stuff and it's like he he does like a little like he gets he's very intense. Oh, Sam, he did is. you see? Oh my gosh. Speaking of, did you see the note? Sam Witwer uh, is voicing in Lego Star Wars. I'm I'm happy. You know what? He's he's great. He's the ultimate. He's an ultimate Star Wars fan. And, yeah, and I think the fandom can agree on that. He's even debunked some of what George Lucas and Dave Filoni. So, like when they were writing an episode, they're like, "Oh, Padme and um, Shmi haven't met, or someone else haven't met." And Sam was like, "Yes, I have <laughs> in Episode One." <laughs> Very, very so, clearly, we we do see them. Yeah, exactly. So it's um, you know, he he is an ultimate fan, and and again, he is a, a awesome voice actor within Star Wars, and you know, he got his he reprise not reprise his role, but we'll see with with um, what happens in Kenobi if he's going to make an appearance or voice acting appearance, and um. I heard they got the the mall scene cut with from that you know from Kenobi. So again, there might be a possibility, but maybe not. But what else? Could you imagine that if Kenobi the miniseries was just Sam Witwer repeatedly screaming Kenobi the entire time for forty five minutes? <laughs> I'd watch I mean, it. Uh, <laughs> Duel the Fates and just him screaming Kenobi. I'd watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I that's all of my notes I have for uh, Bale at this point. Yeah, I, I think we're done with Bale. I just have one little note about Sam Witwer and some like fan theories. So I was talking to one of my students, and he's a, a Star Wars fan as well. Ah, does he and know about this podcast? Yes, they they all shout they all out <laughs> shout out to that student. I you know who you are, I imagine. Yeah, you, I don't you know, know who, who I don't know who you are. Yeah. but shout out to you. <laughs> I don't know if he listens, but we were talking about how Sam Witwer there. So there's there's hasn't been any first brother yet within yes. any of the Inquisitorious or the yep. Inquisitors. And you are everybody just wants Sam Witwer to be Starkiller as the first brother. And even if you search up, I think in uh, Wikipedia, if you search up the first brother, Starkiller's picture does show up. Uh-huh. So it's not officially canon because they haven't said anything, but fan theories and and whatnot, and of course, you know, that would just continue Sam Witwer's tradition to be in Star Wars outside of his Maul lineage and, and reprise his role as Starkiller, because he did just a phenomenal job with 
that character and voicing him and and whatnot. And I think you know we all would love Sam Witwer to stay as a character in his beloved fandom. Yeah, I I'm a hundred percent with that. I think that would be really so. interesting. Definitely down for more Sam Witwer as long as he keeps screaming Kenobi. Yes. Um, um, <laughs> he could be the uh sorry he could be the if they incorporate the first brother and they actually have you know kenobi fighting inquisitors just like uh i hope not you know, him fighting maul i i hope not it's like I hope, I hope <laughs> no i know i know i'm just saying that you know it'd be funny that he would yell the same kenobi as maul and be like a, a parallel but Okay, I'm just going on a, a, a tangent today. That's, you're lo- that's you're pretty, losing pretty much it. what I did today. So I don't know if I'm losing. It. I'm just I'm thinking of other things that could happen within. in Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I believe so. it. Josh, do you know what our next character is? I have no idea. Do you want to know? Yes, you want to leave it a surprise? Um, you know what? Let's uh, let's leave it a surprise. Oh. Oh, oh my gosh, Josh, you're going to, there's going to be now bad reviews because you won't tell people who we're reviewing next week. Matt, I'll leave it up to you. I say no, you can say whatever you want. Whoa, 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 now now it's falling on me? Okay, how about, how about we play a little game with, with our audience? Okay, okay, with okay. The, the bad ones out there. Give a little description, and even me, and when we record this episode, you know, you won't tell me who we're doing. And okay, so okay. So what we're going to do is you're going to give us clues. So who we're talking about next week. Okay, got it. And then before, so as we start the episode next next week, we you're going to give me those descriptions. I have to guess who it is. Okay, I got it. I got it. So so okay. I should start right now and say like a mini description of who we're going to be discussing. Yes, and you can be as, as descriptive as you want or not. But I think this will be a little fun game with our Awesome. Audience. We actually, me, so... So, um, Beth and I went on vacation, um, yeah. and when we were standing in lines waiting, we would actually play like guess the character from Star Wars with like twenty questions. So I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna okay. frame it like that, and I'm gonna list three descriptions of him. Um, okay. it, it's a him, so I, that kind of gives away okay. one okay. thing. Okay, so, um, so that doesn't that count. One? That doesn't okay, count. Doesn't count. Okay. But so we have at number one, he appears in. Clone Wars and Rebels. Okay. He dies in a regular film. So okay. like a like a live action film. Okay. Wait, yeah, okay, live action. So any of the episodes. Yep. And mm-hmm. he has cybernetics. Okay. Okay, so we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at I'm that. Continue to think. And again, you Padawans out there, go ahead and, and help me think. Help me, Post- help me help you. <laughs> yeah, help me help you. Exactly. That is actually a good uh, analogy or a good phrase for that. Um, yeah, no, that's a, uh, okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll think I, I got some people in mind, but until I, I, then. I tried not to make it super hard, so I hope that you guys can get this. Yeah. It's okay. easier like when you can, when you know the character and you're trying to describe them, you know, it's, it's, it's way simpler, so. Yeah, I, I don't want to, you know, say who I'm thinking because I yeah. want the Padawans to guess. So, uh, you know, with your guesses, go ahead and tweet 
to our Twitter. And Josh, Matt do you know that you don't know the handle off the top of your head? It's at Star. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's at Wannabe Jedi Cast on Twitter. So tweet us your answers uh, as to who you think this next week's episode is going to be on. And you can uh, reach out to. Uh, you could you could message us on on Instagram or on TikTok, and that will be appropriate as well. And and again, we're excited to to see what the answers are or what the uh, prospects are. So yeah, definitely. Cool. I'm Sweet. Excited. Well, until next time, Josh. Take care. Mm-hmm. Be safe. And may the force be with you. With you. Ha, ha, ha.